The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome to another edition of the Federal Football Report, 1500 AM, federalnewsnetwork.com. But importantly, on Podcast One, you can find Federal oh, News yes. Network on Podcast, uh, Federal uh, Football Report on Podcast One, and you can hear this episode and all the episodes. Because to be honest with you, well, up until the last two games, we've been saying the same thing for the last five <laughs> years. And so you can listen to all that expert analysis. Yeah. Easy to do when the team's problems are the same. However, this week, it's a, it's a victory week. They're the hottest team in the NFC East. The That's Washington right. Redskins uh, beat up on the – and by beat up, I mean the score doesn't indicate just how much the Redskins, outside of the first two drives by the Carolina Panthers – Beat up on the Panthers to get that uh, third win this season, 29-21. to Of course, Kevin's in studio. And, uh, Kevin, before we uh, break down this game, just talk about the importance of this third win, on the, if it's important to you at all. Oh, very much so, because okay. this, is, good. as my good friend Herm Edwards once said, we, we play to win the it's game. It's the only reason we play. <laughs> and, and, and it's funny because, because we get these people who say, oh, you know, we want to get a better draft pick. And, oh, we want to, it's like there's not a player alive who plays a game and, and wants to lose so they can get a draft pick. Like, that, that's Nobody. stupid talk. That's fan talk. That's ridiculous. Every single player goes out there and they want to play these games. They want to win. They want to uh, dominate the opponent. They, uh, they don't care whether it means five wins or three wins. Any player say, "Hey, you want to be three and thirteen or five and eleven? They'll take five and eleven. Absolutely. And, and, and it doesn't make a difference because either re- neither record is going to make the playoffs, but they want to win, and that's what we're about here on the Federal Football Report. We're about winning. So I don't want to hear all this. Oh, what about draft position? Oh, well, it shouldn't matter whether we win or lose. Oh, well, the season's all done. No, 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 no. You need to check your sports card or competition card or just i don't know just you you need to maybe get away from sports because the whole point in playing whether it's one win or whether it's 10 wins is to win and so every win is a good win i want to throw something out there doesn't have anything to do with what you're saying but might as well interject it now because i'm going to say it at some point (laughs) in uh 2010 Mm -hmm. the seattle seahawks won the nfc west Uh with a record of seven and nine. Okay, so now now we're going a little seven far here. Seven and nine was the record. <laughs> right. I'm just saying, I just wanted to throw it out there. Come on, bring it back up later. We've got to talk about it now. <laughs> seven and nine won a division. Okay, let's talk football. <laughs> okay, so let's talk a little football before we get to some of that stuff. We'll talk seven and nine and the Redskins' chances to win the NFC East uh, yes. coming up. Uh, a little bit later. Right here, baby. Okay, um, ahead, but right however, here. let's talk. Let's break this thing down. I think the first and uh, thing you've got to evaluate when it comes to the Washington Redskins from here on out, from here until the last game of the season, even if it is a playoff game at seven and nine, and they get to host the game <laughs> as the NFC <laughs> East. Yes, they would. They would get to host the game. All right, but I didn't say that. Claude said that. So, okay. So all the, right, all right. So the first thing we've got to discuss, and again, this is the first thing you have to discuss with any Redskins game from now until the end of the season, and even well into next year, is the performance of uh, Dwayne Haskins, number seven. Yes, yes. Uh, so break down that, that performance for my Here's Dwayne. what I'm looking for out of Dwayne's performance. I want everything he does to be better than the prior week. 
Okay. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what I got this time, mm-hmm. right? Under adverse circumstances, you know, uh, the Panthers came into this game with, I believe, they were second in the league in sacks, and right. the defense was not not shabby. Mm-hmm. Not shabby, but the young man stood in the pocket, had some opportunities, missed some opportunities, needed a little help from his teammates. One thing that comes to mind is the blitz. I think it was a safety blitz that uh, A.J. Peterson called the right, just... Yeah, he called the right protection. A.J. Right. Peterson was supposed to at least, like, slow the guy down a little bit. <laughs> You know, just, you know, like impede yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Make something. the guy stutter a step a little bit. Yeah, make the guy something. have to work to get past you. Something, yeah, make it work. Some touch him yeah, yeah, or something, yeah. but just completely. Bump him. Do something. Yeah, yeah. You know, hey, this is AP. This is no, this is a person who doesn't shy away from contact. Right. I just don't know what happened right yeah, there, right? Yeah. So those things going back to, so those things influence how, how Dwayne played. Uh, but there were also some, some drops. That uh, the, the, I, I thought maybe it could have been influenced by the wind. The one that comes to mind immediately was the one like sixty yards down the sideline to um, to uh, Terry uh, Scary Terry, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But and it went right through his hands. He didn't even touch the ball. It was yeah. like it was like you know how you used to play like you're playing basketball, and make uh-huh. your hands into a hoop. <laughs> right. That's what he did. The ball went right through. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know he, he did, Haskins mentioned last week in his press conference that McLaurin dropped a few. You know that he threw his way. And you know what? And it's funny because when he said that, I thought, oh come on, dude. Like you know you you got your first win. You're out there taking selfie. You know. But then I thought about it and said. I'm okay with that. If, yeah. if that's the kind of quarterback you want, a guy that's like, yeah, I made some mistakes, but these guys dropped some passes too. Like, you ain't going to just blame me for this. <laughs> right. I think I'm like, you know what? On second thought, uh, after further review, Claude Jennings <laughs> is okay with Dwayne Haskins calling yeah. out his teammates. Because it's like, yeah, I played terrible, but this guy played, you know, he needed to make a few of those catches too. Absolutely. He, if he makes some of those, then I look better. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And, and if, I, if I don't overthrow him, I, it makes him look better. So, no, we all have to grow. And, I, and I so believe like, I you know said what? that last week. Okay, yeah. I'm good with that. I'm okay with it. I said that last week. Guys are going to have to run a, a, a step faster. They're going to have to stretch a foot farther. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to have to do a little bit more to improve. And that's what we're looking for as Dwayne. Improvement. This is the, the dude's, what, fifth, sixth exactly. football game exactly. period that exactly. he started, college and pros, right? You know? and so here's the thing, and, and so I'm right with you. Um, I am fine with the way that I saw Haskins play because when I'm looking at him, I'm not looking at a guy who I think have already played, you know, uh, 12 games uh, in the NFL rookie season. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at this as this is week three for him, week four for him. Right. You know, so for me, this is earlier in the season. I'm not even thinking about because, like, sometimes we think we, you know, put Haskins in, put Haskins in, let, let the young kid grow, let the young kid grow. And then when he comes in and he looks like a young kid, you know, we get all upset and saying, oh, he's not going to be the guy. He's not the future. It's like, no, he is. He, he it, Like, this is literally what after the preseason he didn't play for weeks. And then now all of a sudden you get him a couple of games in. Well, this is the fourth game he's played. And I think he's, what, two? Two and two, he's five hundred, <laughs> and you know what he no he and and he hasn't played lights out. But again, this is only his fourth game as an NFL quarterback on a team that before the two wins he had only won one game. If if you can win games and your quarter, quarterback has a subpar performance, that's all you can ask. For, exactly, right? exactly. That, that shows you. Look, the the the, the Baltimore Ravens won a, a, a Super Bowl mm-hmm. with a quarterback that that Trent Dilfer. You know, was he 500 for his career? You know, yeah, who knows, but, right? well, and then Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl with the Broncos, where you know they were wondering whether they should bench him for Brock Osweiler. Right, right, right. And that's play, how poor play he played. Shoulder, exactly. Right? Yeah, right? So you know, I mean, this is this happens now again. Um, uh, happy with what I saw from Dwayne. I think that people need to. 
um, you know, kind of curb their expectations if they expect this guy to come in and be Doug Williams. Like, he's not going to be that right now. Like, he still has to grow. And in order for someone to grow, you got to what? Give him time. Give him space to grow. Right, right. But my expectations are still high because 79 can win the division. <laughs> All right. <That's>... So... <laughs> Let's move from the quarterback. I want to get to the running back position. Isn't that awesome? Got awesome. a guy in Darius Geis, right? I mean, yes. have a running back. As long as he can stay healthy, of knock on wood or, or granite or whatever this counter top is. This, I mean, we're at Federal News Network, uh, the, this Hubbard outfit, uh, right. right down the hall from the glass enclosed nerve center, That's WTOP. Right. So this, this countertop here is really nice. Very I mean, nice. Very nice. Very expensive granite. It's better than the closet I was doing the show from last week. But. <laughs> and so, you know, my thing is this. There is a running back in Washington, D.C. I mean, yes, yes. Darius Geis. Showed that this was his breakout game. By the way, I think this is a game he could have had if not hampered by injuries uh, last year. And by hampered by injuries, I mean out all last year. Right, right, And then right, right. just kind of slowed down by injuries this year. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and you know what? I get tired of hearing people say something about he can't stay healthy. It's not like he just stands there all of a sudden he's hurt. <laughs> this, is a, <laughs> this is a violent game. It's your fault. The guy hit you in the leg or broke your leg. That's your fault. No, yeah, it's a violent game, right? But, uh, yeah, I, I saw a glimpse. It was. It was like 150 yards in glimpse of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of what this young man could be, right? I, I think we were like overdoing it with the comparisons of Marshawn Lynch right now. Yeah, right? he's not quite Marshawn. He's not quite. Lynch, no, no. no one is yeah. going to be Marshawn, right? Yeah. But the style of running is like I heard Clinton Porter say today, the guy who's tackling him has to make a business decision. <laughs> Do I want to take this on or not? But, but you got to get to that point. To, to, to show those skills. So you're going to have to give some props to the offensive line as well. 100%. One play in particular, the play where, I mean, the, the world is talking about the stiff arm uh, get, of guys running down the left side line. Mm-hmm. He, he, I forget the, <laughs> the linebacker's name. Stiff arm. But Bergstrom was right behind him, right, right all the way downfield, right? right? Yeah. You know, yeah. And you've got to give your offensive lineman credit. If they hustle like that and the guys get into the film studies when they break down the game and they see that and they see their teammate hustling like that, that brings something out within them, right? That makes right. me want to and, – and sticking with the running backs – when AP saw how violently Geis was running. He stepped his game up. He, 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 he got like, close to 100 yards himself. 99. He almost had two bats with 100 yards. Last That's time right. that That's happened, man, was a while back. It was Rock Cartwright who had, and it was one, uh, and I'm trying to remember who the feature, it was, I think it was Clinton Portis. I think it was it Portis and, and, Cart, and Cartwright uh, who got the um, uh, double 100 yards uh, uh, game then. And it, No, but you're right. I mean, Guys, again, let's let's stop with the Marshawn Lynch stuff right now, um, because I'm not sure if he's actually that kind of a backer. Right. You know, that's just like reckless, but he's physical. Right. He's fast. He's shifty. He's big, and he'll run you over. And he'll and he'll give you a stiff arm that'll put a linebacker on his back. <laughs> I mean, he's physical, and he's and, and and he brought an excitement to the offense and an electricity. You know what I mean? That 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 I think sparked them for the rest of the game. Also, it sparked the offensive line. You made mention to it. I mean, you know, you just saw an attitude from the big boys. I mean, from Flowers and from Penn. Uh, Donald Penn finally turned his anger to the opponents and not the refs. (laughs) Donald Penn gets so mad at the refs. I've never seen an offensive lineman this emotional over calls when he's not even called. I mean, he gets mad when someone else, you know, when the sheriff or someone gets called for a hold. And he's screaming at refs. I'm like, wait a minute. Was he like, no, he wasn't called. He was just upset. But, but, I mean, there was an attitude with the offensive line that, you know, and, and I don't mean to sound cliche, and I understand the league has changed. It reminded you of Redskins football going to run the ball right right. down your throats 
and the big boys up front and the running backs are going to take care of business and you're not going to be able to stop it. Like, you know it's coming and you're not going to be able to <laughs> stop it. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. It's about an attitude. And this is what we have preached for years on the Federal Football Report, mm-hmm. that that attitude is – the guys have got to be able to give you a yard when you need it, right? Yep, and that yep, yard is yep. all attitude. Mm-hmm. And the, for, the former coach – I'm trying hard not to say his name, but, you know, the coach – but <laughs> his attitude was always like influence blocking, going side to side mm-hmm. or backpedaling and, yep. and, and, and pass protection. Yeah. There was never a chance to go forward. So when they had to go forward, they couldn't it do it. Foreign. But, <laughs> that's right. Now, I heard that you might have known since you were involved in the postgame show that mm-hmm. at some point – uh, one of the reporters in the post game asked Darius, uh, "Why did he give Flowers the ball to Spike on, right. on the touchdown?" Mm-hmm. And he said, "We were in a huddle, and he asked me." <laughs> <laughs> so, so I said, "So he's in the huddle, like right? so." You say, "Hey, man, when you score right now, uh, uh, I won't spike, spike the ball." Hey, <laughs> you when know? you score, can I spike the ball? <laughs> that's that's confidence right there, right? right? right. You know, that's yeah. athletic arrogance, and that's what you're supposed to do against your opponent, right? You got to believe. That you can be here. You gotta believe you can get that one yard, right? You mm-hmm. know, or two yards, or three, or five, right? Yeah, or thirty-eight and sixty. <laughs> yeah, you gotta that's believe right. you can get it. And that's what that's what we're starting to see from Dwayne. He, right. Dwayne believes if if we need seven yards, well, I'm good for eight at least. I'd rather pass it, right? But if I have to, I'll I'll give you eight, right? And sure. flash special news bulletin: Dwayne can slide. We yeah, find yeah. out, <laughs> right? Right. You can right. do the hook slide, right? You know, exactly. maybe it's because so much baseball has been going on in this town lately. Mm-hmm. He's been watching people slide, right? You right. Know? <laughs> but I was very excited. I was excited by the uh, the the. The camaraderie of the running backs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently, at one point, uh, uh, guys after after um, they got the ball back, guys was headed on the field. AJ, a- Adrian Peterson, no, 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 no. Yeah. My turn, young <laughs> right, man. Right, right, right. Yeah, and, and it was funny that he, he said that. He, yeah, AP said he. I, I asked guys if I could borrow a yard so I can get over a hundred. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so yeah, you see that. And yeah, I mean, I think that I think you know if again if he can stay healthy, not his fault. I mean, like I said, it's a violent game. If he can stay healthy, you gotta love what you see from the running back position with Darius Geis and uh, in, in the Redskins. Yes, this is what we've and and it's so funny to me. It's like funny in the. Is there reason pitiful. to believe? I'm just. Is there reason to believe? I'm trying. Uh, let's see, twenty three, twenty six, thirty one. Is there reason to believe that if mm-hmm, was still coaching his team? That the Redskins would have ran the ball 31 times in this game. Oh, no, no there's way. There's no way in the world they no would. Even way. with all the success, there's no way in the world they would have ran the ball 31 no times. You're talking about a man to the befuddlement of the National Football League. The announcers were talking about it. You're talking about a man who bitched your MVP. Yeah, to start <laughs> the season. To start the season, yeah, right? You yeah. know? And the, it got to the point the announcers were talking about that, right? That might have been that might have been the last nail in the coffin right, right. there. I mean, because the, the, the league references that now, you know? They said, yeah, wouldn't uh, Adrian seem like he still got a lot left in the tank? Because you know? let's not forget now, it's not like you know, that um, that Geist uh, uh, took over took over for AP because he was having a bad game. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. Darius just had a great game. Yeah. He <laughs> yeah, took yeah. advantage of the carries he had. I mean, yeah, they were yeah. basically, you know, I mean, Darius guys had 10 carries for 129. Adrian Peterson had 13. So he right, carried right. the ball less. Then AP carries right. throughout the game, but AP AP had a very good game, right? right. So, and that's all you. Can, if you have your your starter have a very good game, getting spelled by a guy who has a a, a great game, mm-hmm. and then have your third down back who's just getting into the flow of the game. That's it was right. good seeing Chris Thompson come come mm-hmm. back out there. The thing about it is, I I, I don't like I don't like the shotgun mm-hmm. on on uh, third and short, right? 
I don't like the gadget plays where you're sending uh, Sims 50 yards sideways, right. you know, yeah. when he's yeah. obviously, right. <laughs> you can't stop him going downfield. But they're, getting, they're having to work their way out of this. And, and, and I see slowly but surely that an attitude is starting to develop. Sure, an absolutely. Attitude, and it's an attitude of success. You see guys like Jeremy Sprinkle. Like, <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, yeah, no, right. Still Jeremy Sprinkle. Like, but he's showing some extra effort, right? You know, like he's... They all want to be a part of this now. Right. You know, it's like everybody's like turning their head, looking the other way at one time. Like, yeah, I'm not in there. But now they all want to be a part of it. Right? I wonder if any other media in any other city with a team that has less than four wins are is excited about what's going on at this <laughs> no. team after their third win of the season. I would love to hear what's happening in Dallas radio right now. Oh, right? You, you know, know, well, you yeah. know what's happening. Yeah, I mean, I they're calling for Jason Garrett's job. Uh, <laughs> half of them don't like Dak Prescott. I mean, you understand what's yeah. going on there. And we, you know, I didn't make arrangements to call Rodney, but we got to call Rodney and find out what's happening in New York because right, they had yeah. the golden boy when the season first started, mm-hmm, right? Daniel mm-hmm. Jones was the chosen one, right? You know, yeah. Not Donald Trump, Daniel Jones yeah. was the chosen <laughs> But, you know, things are changing there. And Philly, who knows what's happening in Philly? Yeah. I, have, I have a couple of uh, Philly fans that they promised me they were going to come on the show, but they have not <laughs> showed up yet. Lauren and your boyfriend, if you're listening, yeah, I will, I will see you all right. But, yes, yes, I'm quite excited, right? And in this town, we're the, we're the two most excited people in this town, as yeah. well we should, because I don't know if you heard, I mentioned it earlier in the show, in 2010, the Seattle Seahawks <laughs> won the division, went to the playoffs uh-huh. at seven and nine. That's right. That's Two right. years they later, they were in the NFC Championship mm-hmm. game. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that, that's a point of fact. Absolutely. So right. let's stick with the offense. We talked about quarterback, talked about running back. Let's move to the offensive line. We talked about it a little bit. Man, I'm telling you, you know, entering the season, there was so much worry about Flowers. That move to guard has helped him out and pin that, that side of the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been solid. Very They've solid. been so solid all season. And then th- this has probably been the best game the offensive line has had this season, I, I think. Um, you know, there were a few sacks, but I think a lot of that had to do with Dwayne holding the ball a little bit too long. But um, I thought this was probably the best game that they had all year. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of that is Dwayne holding the ball too long. Some of it is receivers need to get open. Like sometimes people are, I mean, he's got to look for the plays that they're – practicing him on, right, right. you know. He said, these are your reads. If this is happening and this is not happening, this is not happening, go back to this, you know. Right. And they got, you know, the man's got, he's got to read War and Peace, right, yeah. you know, before he throws the ball. <laughs> Instead of two steps, throw the ball, yeah. right, you know. They got him reading all this because this is me. I, I, you know, it's, it's, it takes more to throw the pass right. than it does to run. One of my favorite quotes from uh, George Allen, um, in the, uh, George, not Bruce George, <laughs> when you throw the football, mm-hmm. three things can happen. Uh-huh. Two of them are bad. Two, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Two yeah. of them are bad. But I, I think that they're, as as this thing evolves, as they stay together and work together, you know, mm-hmm. this two years ago, last year, this line was decimated by injuries. Guys didn't right. know who, who were playing behind them, right? You know, mm-hmm. playing beside them, who, whoever, right? But... But if they, they can just stick together, stick it out. I think that Callahan is developing a quote culture, right. unquote. Right? You know, this, this stuff is not it's not automatic. Anybody who thinks that they can just come in and turn some stuff around, I'll tell you a good example. The manager of our beloved Washington Nationals, right? uh-huh. what's his name? He just won the uh, World Series, right? Uh, Learner? No, the manager, man, the skipper. Oh, oh, uh, Martinez, gosh. Yeah, man, Martinez, uh, Dave, right? Dave, yeah. Dave. Yeah, yeah, Davey, Davey, right? You know, when uh, when they uh, unceremoniously got rid of Dusty Baker, mm-hmm. the next year when they came to uh, uh, um, 
you know, spring training, right? Came in with some camels saying, yeah, yeah. we're going to get over the hump now, right? Because uh-huh, uh-huh. he just thought that it was just a couple of things he had to do and get over the hump. Yeah. <laughs> and he and found it, out yeah, it was not, not like right, that. Exactly. It takes a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, it took him, a, you know, once he came to that realization, oh, maybe I'm not as smart as I thought I was. Maybe Dusty was better than we thought he was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So it took a while for him to realize And even during this season, I mean, yeah, they won the World Series. We've got all this, you know, happiness and joy. But let's not forget, like, halfway through the season, a lot of people gave up on this team. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, right? So it takes more than just just one change, right, a change of personnel. It just it takes a little time. Mm-hmm. So I, for one, am, am you know, Callahan's a, a veteran coach. He's an older gentleman, more mature. You know, maybe he didn't spend a lot of his time playing Madden football. This Perhaps stuff. He not. Realized, mm-hmm. right, yeah, he realizes that if a guy weighs, weighs 325 pounds, mm-hmm. he's supposed to be able to give you a yard. Right. And he'll let him know that. You're supposed <laughs> right. to be able to give me a yard. You weigh 325 pounds. Give me a yard. I don't yard. care if you can play or not, right? You know? Yeah, no, so, you're right. Yeah, yeah, so it's all it's all. Kind Coming, it's coming together for the offensive line. And look, let's give credit where credit is due. Bruce Allen got flowers off the, the scrap heap. That's true. He went That's out true. and signed them. That's true. Every other team in the league had the opportunity to sign this kid, but he was the you know he was the joke of talk radio, right? You know, nobody wanted to sign him. He couldn't do this. There were videos from from our own media people showing when he made mistakes in, in training camps mm-hmm. and stuff, right? You know, so so I'm very I'm very happy for that young man, right? He doesn't ask for any other glory, right? He's doing the dirty work, right, mm-hmm. and doing it pretty well, right? Yeah. So so we have the foundation, and these guys aren't old. Our offensive line is not old. So with the right training and the right technique, they could build something here. Yeah, no, right. I just hope that people appreciate it. Absolutely, yeah. you can't finish an offensive line discussion without talking about Trent Williams. I mean, obviously he's not playing this year. Uh, gotta trade him? Like, what happens? You know, uh, with the change of culture and change of attitude, this is, Bill Callahan is a guy that, that appreciates the talent that is Trent Williams. Mm-hmm. At this point, I'm changing my mind. If Trent wants to come back, yeah, I'm welcoming, welcoming him with open arms. Okay. And I think Callahan does the same thing too. Uh, you know, he'll be laughed in the media, he'll be scurned, he'll be scorned, whatever the word is, and, and ridiculed on uh, shows other than the Federal Football Report. But that shows you why you shouldn't listen to any of the shows on the <laughs> Federal Football Report, right? You know? Absolutely. Because these guys have no idea what they're talking about. I have no, no idea what they're talking about. But that, but that doesn't stop them from talking. No, no uh, it does So one more thing about the offense receiver play. Um, you know, I'm I'm cool with the young guys, man. I love it. I love Scary Terry. I love uh, Harmon, you know, Sims. I'm good with these guys, you know. The, the same way Dwayne's making a few mistakes, they're making some. Yeah, but they'll get yeah. better. Yeah, I, I think that uh, I'm excited the fact that you have all that youth at the position, right? And you got a guy who's a potential All Pro on the outside, and and need a little bit more effort, a little experience from the other guys. I think you do well. I particularly, I like Cam Sims. I think mm-hmm. that a lot of those balls in the in the end zone, the guys are just missing. That's that's picture made for a Cam Sims, right? He's right. on the team. Utilize him for such. Remember, uh, Jay Gruden used to love to run that fade pattern. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he'd run the fade three or four times. In a uh-huh. row. Now you got a guy who can actually run the fade. Yeah, yeah. He, he might as well use him. So, yeah, they need to work a little harder. I don't know who the receivers coach is for this team, right? But it's going to take some effort. They, these guys are going to have to stay at the practice, run some patterns, get on the jug machine, just, you know, stay in the weight room a little longer. It's going to take some extra effort mm-hmm. because being where they are right now is not going to make them better than everybody. It's just make them average. They're going to have to put the superior effort forth 
become superior ball players. Absolutely. Yeah. So now let's move to the defensive side of the ball before we get to fake news tonight here on the Federal Football Report, 1500 AM uh, Podcast One uh, on all your podcast platforms. Uh, defense, uh, Chris Odom and Nate Orchard, never heard of never them heard until of. Sunday. Have no clue who they are. Never heard of them. And they balled out. That scares me. <laughs> yeah. No, right. I mean, if you can get two people basically off the street, uh, in the in the middle of football season, towards the late end of the middle of the football season, right? I mean, we're headed towards the home stretch here, and they can come in and make that kind of an impact on your defense. That does worry me about, okay, well, what about the guys who are actually, like, made the 53-man roster at the beginning <laughs> of the season that you evaluated and said could do this job and haven't been doing it all season? Well, uh, the, the main thing, the, the thing that comes to my mind instantly is, the coaching staff has not had a time to ruin these guys. <laughs> yeah, they haven't listened. They haven't had a chance to listen to what these guys have been saying to them, and they've been playing off their own ability. I did hear Callahan say in his weekly press conference that um, a guy like uh, Orchard, I believe, had a little time in um, in uh, uh, Cleveland, right? And they're, they they're not really running a true a true three four defense like they're trying to run in Washington. And it said that his skills didn't really translate to what they were trying to do in Cleveland. That's why huh. pretty much he was on the street. Okay. But that's exactly what they needed for here, right? Mm-hmm. You know, And the problem with this 3-4 defense all along is, man, they don't have 3-4 personnel to run it, right? right. Ryan T- Kerrigan, he's I mean, not, yeah. he missed his as first game. As much as we love him. Much as we not, love yeah. him. He is not that guy. Mm-hmm. He's a liability in pass coverage, right. right? And if you have him doing anything except rushing the passer, you, you're taking the man off your defense, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. know. And this guy has some speed. Yeah. I, I saw him. This is uh, a yeah, uh, a 265-pound guy chased down the quarterback from behind, right? right. You know, yeah. uh, you yeah. know athletic yeah. quarterback, right? You know, and and Odom, where did he go? <laughs> have no clue. The only Odom I know as an athlete is Lamar Odom. Right, right, right. Well, then, and also Leslie Odom Jr. is doing a Christmas concert at the Kennedy Center. Oh, oh really? I, okay. Yeah, I'm trying to get tickets to that, but oh, only okay. high-level okay. balcony, like kind of behind the stage is available. No, but I, I may still, I may I still splurge on those well, tickets. Well, maybe, you know, if he comes back from Green Bay in time, he can get you some, some tickets. Exactly. Odom, like, Odom, hey, right, yeah, yeah, see if he could, yeah. Uh, if he, but, yeah, you got you got to give those guys credit, right? You know, the linebacker play. Because Christmas McCaffrey is not a joke. No, he's not, not, he's not a and joke. And they shut him down. They shut him shut down, him down, right? You yep. know, that's absolutely right. They 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 focused on the run. He he, he looked like he was going to uh, break one early, mm-hmm. but there was always two or three helmets around the ball right. when he had the ball, right? right? Very very impressive effort, right? And uh, moving back to the secondary, yeah, all game that. long mm-hmm. there was a couple of missed uh, cues early. All game long they they played well, and then at the end of the game, inexplicably. <laughs> <laughs> they go to what I call the Minuski uh, uh, defense, which is bend but don't win. Yeah, right. right? <laughs> <laughs> it got all the way to the like the goal line, first yeah. and goal. And if it wasn't for Carolina being so goofy, they you know they probably yeah, would have yeah. scored and got it to work. And what was up with that onside kick? Oh, you know what? I, I, here's what happened with that. Number one, whoever's uh, the special teams coach. I'll be fired immediately. <laughs> That's the first thing because he knew it was an onside kick. And the NFL has made so many changes, it makes it almost impossible to get an onside kick. That's right. That's right. And they did not go after the ball. At all. Not one man was assigned to go after the ball. Plus, they didn't have the hands team up. You yeah, know, whenever you right. have your hands team up, you got all your receivers, yep. all your tight ends, maybe some cornerbacks. Everybody right? said, well, let's block the guys coming. 
oh, no one thought, well, what about the ball? Like, that's <laughs> what's the most important thing here, right? Like, first things first, recover the ball. They had all the guys accounted for except the one that went after the ball, right? right? You know, <laughs> what, you know, yeah, the, uh, the, 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 the special teams coach ought to be fired. And speaking of special teams, trust way. Yeah, <laughs> it's got to yeah. be your, your all-pro punter this year because mm-hmm. he's just he's just destroying the ball every time he has an opportunity. He has like a, a seventy-nine-yard, but he does have a yeah. lot of opportunities. Yeah, if the ball had taken, if there had been one blade of grass on the ground, the ball uh-huh. would have like uh, like would bounced up. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah, I mean, know? it was such <laughs> a remarkable punt, and he <laughs> was all upset. I mean, he was trying to pin that thing right down there on the one. <laughs> really, really, but still going from your fourteen to their twenty—that's ridiculous. That's a tremendous ridiculous. weapon, tremendous weapon. Yeah. So we're giving him props, and you know. Make up for the, the special teams lapses, and they did get a field goal block, which I'm not going to give them um, too much of a hassle because the wind, from what I understand, was so rough. He had to try to lower that trajectory, like sort of punch, punch it in there. Yeah. yeah, but but I saw, um, um, you know, who knows what's going to happen with um, – who was the young man's name? I forget his name because I didn't want him returning punts anyway, right? Mr. Irrelevant, uh, the slot receiver, oh, right? Oh, Quinn. Yeah, yeah, who – I don't understand why. You know, he's had two years to to make an impact. Mm -hmm. And his best game, uh, 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 Chase um, uh, Keenum, rather. Okay. uh um, Overthrew him twice. (laughs) That was his best game. He was open twice. That was his best game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then, unfortunately, he got got demolished on an illegal hit, which leads me to another thing, right? Ridiculous. I mean, yeah, I mean. And that, and that guy didn't get thrown he did out not the game. Get thrown out the game. Did not. They were having a conference to see if they wanted to penalize him, right? You know. <laughs> he said, "Well, the guy isn't dead yet. You know, should we penalize him? Yeah, I don't know, man. The a lot refs, of people watching this. Oh, the refs extended this game so <laughs> long. They met about everything. Like it's a hold. We all know it. Just call it. Just call it. Why he got to meet? And then throughout Ryan Anderson. For being in the area of the dude's head, right? right, you right know? Yeah, yeah, right. Because the tight end, he clearly Greg didn't Olsen, target him. Right. He hit him. The contact was made from the top of Olsen's helmet to the side of of, of Anderson's helmet. It didn't make any sense whatsoever right. that he got mm-hmm. ejected. Mm-hmm. None. There was nothing to indicate. And and I guess it took so long because the people in New York were saying, look, man, we can't throw this guy out because of this. Are you crazy? People are watching this. And he said, nah, man, nobody's watching this. Everybody's watching the Ravens game. Go ahead, let's throw him out. Right? I'm mad, man. You got to change the name. Maybe Something they like, were watching the Ravens game. You know, when you got to review something and you're looking, maybe they were watching football. Yeah. So let's watch a game. This said, oh, right. man, look at that. Lamar Jackson. Oh, oh, oh yeah, uh, offsides. Let's go. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the referees played a, 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 a like you said, a very vital role in extending this game much longer than it had to be. But much I'm I'm, I'm very happy for it. you. Look at Montez Sweat till he got injured. Don't know his status yet. Was having a game of his career, young mm-hmm. career, right? Mm-hmm. He was he was earning some of that old spice commercial right. money, right there, right? <laughs> yeah, it was had, the best game he's right, played. Yeah, two yeah. and a half sacks mm-hmm. and a half. Right, <laughs> two and a half sacks. <laughs> yeah, and a yeah, half. you know. So yeah, you gotta, you know, when you see the, the people playing up to their capabilities, man, and the youth and the ex- and the exuberance, right, and and what could be, you know, they even got to the point where they could do like the uh, the, the end zone pose thing. Yeah, that, no, uh, the defensive back got the. What, let's take a side note here. What is up with that, man? Where, They're doing a lot of choreographed pieces, man. I mean, they, they, you know, they, it's like someone makes a play, and it doesn't have to be an interception anymore. It can be an incomplete pass somewhere you hit a player, and, and God forbid it's an interception. <laughs> It's like everyone on defense then runs to the end zone and they all do something, whether it's a choreographed dance, whether it's standing and act like you're all posing for a picture. 
Like, what is this? I, I, I kind of like it. So you get to the point where it's it's going. You know, at one time they were penalizing any celebration, right? Any celebration, and then the NFL started standing for the No Fun League, right? And they started losing younger viewers because they said, "Oh man, this is malarkey." Whatever right. young people say, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> we can't have that. So the league ease up on that, and yeah. that guys starting to take advantage of it. I don't mind the posing, right? You know, right. but don't come off the bench to compose. You know, <laughs> you didn't do nothing. You were on the bench. Why are you? Running 50 yards downfield to get exactly. to the picture. Don't do it. Maybe after the game, right? You know, they got mad for me. <laughs> they got mad at Dwayne proposing on the sideline. Right. I said, maybe Dwayne should take the camera with him oh, into the in huddle the- <laughs> and take the selfie in the huddle with two seconds left. That'd yeah. be a first, right? Yeah, yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Remember he- when the kid, uh, I forget his name, from New Orleans, uh, Joe, Joe Horn, had the phone yeah, <laughs> in, in his stock. Yeah. <laughs> but see, I used to love the individual right. celebration. You know what I mean? When Deion Sanders caught a pass, as, uh, an interception or was returning a punt, and he did the Dion skip, and then he did a little dance in the end zone by himself. I used to like that, the individuality yeah, yeah, of it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just something just goofy about the whole team choreographed thing that just makes me like, I don't know, it just makes me look at it like, uh, I mean, I, you know, I get it, but guys, you know, yeah, honestly. Uh, you know, I, I can't be a hypocrite, man. You know, I was a big fan of the Fun Bunch back in the day, yeah, right? Sure, I love, that yeah, was unique. Yeah, but that, that was, was different. That yeah, was, yeah, that yeah. wasn't, you but know, this thing, a full, I, you know, new edition dance move. I just say, if if you spend half the time that you use to get together and choreograph what you're doing, you spend half that time on your playbook. Right, you probably would score more touchdowns, <laughs> yeah. at which you could then yeah, dance. Yeah, just, just <laughs> some food for thought, y'all, food for thought. But what's interesting, one of the ones that I liked this year was, I don't know if you saw, you saw all the stuff that was going on with Dak and his pregame routine where he yeah. does this little hip thing or whatever. When uh, two weeks ago, <laughs> Zeke scores a touchdown, <laughs> and he does the he does hip thing. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> From one end of the end zone, always to the next. <laughs> and you're just thinking, oh, that's, that's crazy stuff right man, there. This, this, what's the football so world coming to? One more thing to address before we get to fake news or not uh, is uh, the secondary. Um, Monte Nicholson, um, uh, you know, he's got his whole situation happening, right? Uh, and, and, okay, you know, fine. Uh, we'll, we'll let the – Courts and all the things that's got to go on with that mm-hmm. play itself out. But uh, Fabian Monroe, good game this past week. No Josh Norman. Um, is this the end of, uh, of Josh Norman here? And if it is, what do you think about his career? Uh, most exclusively, it is the end of Josh Norman's <laughs> career here. Uh, I don't see him. I don't see him. It has to be a situation where a contending team is uh, low on defensive backs, maybe due to some serious injuries in the preseason or whatever, right? But it's, it's obvious that, that that has been part of the problem here all along. I mean, there's still – I still, uh, you know, I'm baffled as to why Greg Minuski is still the uh, defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. But but at least now we can make up for, for, like, these lapses with a little youthful exuberance. I don't like the fact that when they come up to the line of scrimmage too often, they're pointing to each other and, and like saying, where am I supposed to go? That's your man. I don't like this. This happening too much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but, uh, it was obvious that a part of that lack of communication was, uh, rested on Josh, right? You know, mm-hmm. he, either he wasn't telling somebody what to do. He wasn't listening to what, what could be done. And he's obviously lost a step. So, you know, I hear, I hear the stuff like he was a zone corner and, and he's playing man. He no, he's been failing playing both. Right, right. It, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so his career here has been mixed. I've, I've I've seen when he first got here that he was aggressive and mm-hmm. cocky and and all the things you wanted in the defensive back. Right. But 
whatever it was, he's is it physical or mental. He just lost that edge. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if he wanted to have an edge anymore, right? And it, and it's it's rough when you're multifaceted, right? Because Josh is. Josh is into uh, like uh, uh, video production now, yeah. right? He's been spending and a lot of time. Apparently, running with bulls. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's done that. that too. You know, he's hey, hey, he's a he's a renaissance man. Right. What can I say? <laughs> and one thing about a renaissance man is you get tired of getting hit by people, right? Right. you know. And um, <laughs> yeah, right. that's what makes you a renaissance man. You can do other things and get hit by by people. You know, you, you just want to get hit by people all the time. That makes you like crazy. But right. but yeah, I, you know, I think we've gotten as much as we're gonna get out of Josh Norman. Okay, yeah. well, there you go. All right, everybody, it's the Federal Football Report, Federal News Network, 1500 AM, Podcast One on all your major pla- uh, podcast platforms. Ladies and gentlemen, you ask for it every week, and we've promised, and we've been doing it for the last two years, That's right. giving it to you because you've, you've asked for it. That's right. It's now time for you fake news for or not. It's time for fake news. Exactly what I just said. Or not. Make it Captain Obvious. Three uh, <laughs> statements. You let me know whether they're uh, fake news or not. Uh, Kevin, statement number one. We're excited. Teams, what, three and nine. Yep, yep. But at this point in the season, Jay Gruden could have got the team three wins. Fake news or not? <laughs> oh, that's the fakest news that you've said. <laughs> you've done this, 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 oh, yes, no. Jay, Jay Gruden was had a different philosophy of what football should be, you know. Jay, Jay Gruden was, you know, I, I've said his, his name twice because you brought it up, right? No, he's not, right? You know, he. I'm sure he's a swell guy, Um but there's certain things about about the game of football, and that that he just didn't apply to his philosophy, mm-hmm. and and that toughness and that will, that desire, um, the, the physicality of it, so to speak, right? That just was never a part of his game plan, and it showed not only in his play calling, but it showed in the people he has around him, his other coaches, and 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 his relationship with the players, right? right. You know, he was a um, he was a guy that everybody just was like, you know, that's old Jay, right? You know, but you don't really have to like your coach as long as you do what he says. Right, you know, no, you exactly. Know, you fear him, right? You know, there was nothing there was nothing about Jay Gruden. Maybe you know, maybe he doesn't have to be a terrifying guy, but there was nothing that would let you believe there would be any repercussions, right? Right, you right. know, if, Anything if, that kind of commanded that respect. Right, 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 right. So, um, yeah, no, Jay, at, at this point, who knows what might have been... <laughs> What might have been the outcome? I think that that's news. I think that at this point in the season, Jay could have got this team three wins. I mean, you know, so I'm looking at Jay's record, and there was the first season where he was where they were four and twelve. So I mean, you know, so he has set precedent for low win totals, right? Um, But nine and seven, eight seven and one, seven and nine, seven and nine. I think the issue isn't. The fact that he wouldn't have won any games is that you don't win enough games. You know what I mean? You don't you don't win enough. And so I think I think that they had to start out zero five. I believe we could have got the three wins by this point, or by the end of the season, get to four or five. But it's just that it doesn't make a difference whether it's two wins, four wins, five wins, three wins. It doesn't matter. It's just not enough. <laughs> no man. Look, first of all, let me say this to you. You know, Jay had from the end of the season last year. To the beginning of the season this year, Colt McCoy was his man. He made right. no yep. attempt yep. to to improve the Colt McCoy situation. As a matter of fact, he firmly believed that he could win with Colt McCoy. You know that. Big news. You, no, yeah. I mean everybody else in the world knew that he couldn't, but Jay believed that he could. Right. So no, his 
his philosophy, his thought process, his pattern, his his hopes, his dreams, they were done here. They were done here. They were right. done here. I could not see it. I could not see I could not see the aggression. I couldn't see the stiff arm. Mm-hmm. Your most dynamic player, your most aggressive player, your your most physical player, Adrian Peterson, almost your your oldest player, yeah. <laughs> your leader, right. the one who can set the tone, set the stage, set the attitude. Uh-huh. You make him inactive. Yeah, for week What's, one. No, week yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. There's enough of. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, then we'll, we'll move on <laughs> to the next question. Um, uh, question number two: Fake news in our statement number two: The Redskins will make the playoffs with a seven and nine record. They're still in the hunt. I believe I opened the show <laughs> by, by, by just bringing the fact up, right, you know, that, that the Seattle Seahawks, right, one of the most dominant teams in, in, in the past decade, started this decade by making the playoffs at 7 and 9. Mm-hmm. And you see, here's the thing. You can't take one from the other. Right. They made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They were 7 and 9. <laughs> right. They all oh, that's intertwined, right? You know. Right. You can't say they were 7 and 9 but they made the playoffs. Yeah. You can't say they made the playoffs but, but they were 7 and 9. Yeah, no. No. It's all intertwined, right? You know. <laughs> so yes, yes, that's news. That's news. Uh-huh. And you got to believe, right? You got to believe. We, we, you know, enough of this. Let's fire Bruce Allen. Let's fire the owner. Let's let's tank to get a number 1 draft pick. Let's uh too bad to People aren't coming to RFK. I'm going to be a Ravens fan. We don't want to hear any of that stuff. <laughs> be a Ravens fan if you want to. We don't need you, right? You know, we, leave if you want. Who that's cares? That's right. We got to believe. You got to believe, right? And this in this season, in this holiday season, it's the time of believing, right? You know, it, it is a season of miracles. That's I mean, right. you, you know. know, so all we want is. But rumpa bum bum. That's all you gotta believe, yeah. you know. This is just like Peter Pan say, "There's no place like home." <laughs> no, no, that was Dorothy. Yeah, no. Peter Pan said, "What was it that Peter Pan said?" I don't know if you remember. You're too young to remember this, but what, Peter Pan. The, uh, yeah, well, no, but the Peter Pan TV special with Mary Martin that used to come oh. on every year. It used to come on commercial free, and um, and this was old, but there was a uh, about growing up. No, no, Peter Pan, right? But it was it was a play, but it was live. It wasn't live TV. It was pre-recorded. But there was one scene where the character, well, it wasn't Tinker, but Tinker Bell was a flashlight, a light that you uh-huh. take. A, you know, we're talking like sixties, man. There were no special effects, right? <laughs> so Tinker Bell drank some poison that Captain Hook meant for Peter Pan. Uh-huh. And Tinkerbell, like, was dying. And, and and Peter Pan came and looked at the screen and said, you got to believe. Do you believe? And everybody in the audience, the kids were supposed to say, I believe, I believe, uh-huh. or something like that to that effect. And they kept kept coming to the screen, and do you believe? And after a while, you know, Tinkerbell came back. You know, the, the poison couldn't affect her anymore. So I'm imploring you, <laughs> Burgundy and Gold fans on Podcast One, on iTunes, Federal News, uh, network or federalnewsnetwork.com. I'm, you gotta believe. Mm-hmm. Just look at your radio. Put your hand on your iPod right now, on your cell phone, whatever you're using to download this podcast. Just put your hand on it and say, I believe. <laughs> very 79. Very 79 take it to the playoffs. That's right. I'm That's sitting right. trying to look up this Peter Pan thing. Yeah, uh, Mary, uh, Mary Martin was the okay. actress who played, which was kind of weird, too, because they had a woman playing Peter Pan, and they kept calling the little boy all through the thing. It always messed me up, right, you know, because I guess they had a little boy running around in tights. It was kind of weird, right? But, uh, so we'll just call we'll just the girl up like the boy and call her yeah, call a her boy. Call her a boy, right. Because yeah, that yeah. will be less weird. Than Mary Martin, boy. Peter Pan. Look it up. Look it up. Tell me about Fake that. Fake news that right. statement number three. The if the Redskins get hot and do exactly what you're saying with a little bit of help uh, and make the playoffs at 7-9, and nine, Bruce Allen's job is safe. Fake news 
or not. That's nah. fake news. Okay. That's fake news. Let me tell you why that's fake news. Not for the reason you're thinking. Okay. Bruce Allen's job is safe now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with the playoffs or none of that. Because let me tell you all, people, Dan Snyder don't care what you think. <laughs> he does not care. Dan Snyder is a part of a multi-billion dollar NFL TV package, and Dan Snyder gets paid. That's right. right? He that's might right. get paid a little bit more if he were winning because, you know, because he saw a lot of RG3 jerseys and Kirk mm-hmm. Cousins jerseys, right? If Haskins wins, he's going to sell some Haskins jerseys. And guess what? He's going to start selling some guys jerseys here pretty right. soon, right. right? You that's know, right. Yeah. he's going to sell some Terry, Scary Terry jerseys, right? You know, he does not care what you people think. Bruce Allen is... <laughs> He's not going anywhere. Get off of it. You hear that, people? Get off of it. He's not going anywhere. So, yeah, that's that's fake news, right? You know, if it's 79, they make the playoffs, which they will do, right? You know, um, he's not going anywhere. So that's fake news. Everything's cool. Okay. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Fake news or not, another fun-filled edition of fake news or not. We'll do it again uh, next week. Speaking of next week, let's preview this game. The Washington Redskins take on the Green Bay Packers. It's in Lambeau next Sunday, uh, 1 p.m. The Packers 9-3. and three. The Redskins, the exact opposite, 3-9. and nine. That's right. If That's they're right. going to make this playoff run, as you're saying, they've got to win this game. That's right. They've That's got right. to win it. That's right. And even if they do win it, depending on what Dallas does, thir- I mean, if Dallas wins Thursday, then, then they're eliminated. Because they won't be able to win the East. Um, but Dallas has shown no ability or desire to win for the last two weeks. So who knows <laughs> what they'll do against Chicago. But all you can do is control what you do. What do they need to do to beat the Packers in Lambeau? First thing, they got to uh, disregard everything the defensive coordinator says. That's the first thing they got to do. <laughs> don't do anything don't do the D.C. telling you to do. Don't do any of that, right, you know, because Aaron Rodgers, if you try that cutesy stuff, he will pick you apart, right? right? Because yep. my, my biggest problem with the defense, all jokes aside, is they're too easy to read, too easy to identify, and even a young, inexperienced quarterback can, can hit the people he wants to hit. As you saw by this undrafted free agent marching his team down the field like with less than two minutes to go yeah. and, and had them in a position to win that game, right? Yep. Or, yep. Yeah, at yeah, least yeah, tie it, at least yeah. tie it right? But, uh, so we gotta, we got to forget what the defensive coordinator says. we got to play real football. we got to play line up against your man. If I beat you, good. If you beat me, that's too bad for you because I'm going to beat you worse next time. That's what you're going to have to do on defense. On offense, is a novel idea. I don't know. I mean, in this day and age, people don't want to do it because it's not sexy. we got to run the football. Because mm-hmm. when you run the football, you do so many things. You you wear out the defense. You take time off the clock. You don't allow them to use their weapons. You develop a, a attitude of dominance, and you control the game if you run the football. Man, if only we had, like, an all-pro Hall of Fame running back and mm-hmm. a young rookie who's going to, like, burst into the league and take the lead by storm. If only we had that, that we'd have a chance. Well, that, <laughs> interestingly enough, we do. Hey, well, here's here's what's know. crazy. Like, I, I totally agree on offense. I mean, I think that, you know, uh, continue to develop Haskins. I think you don't try to, you know, uh, uh, put too much pressure on the young man, but also think that you don't, you know, make him, you know, a boys club quarterback. You know, let him throw the ball, let him air it out some, trust him with it. And, and but I think you rely heavily on the run. You give him a good dose of Geis and Peterson. You let everything uh, uh, develop from there. Because one thing you're doing, if you're running the ball and if you're effective, and Green Bay has shown no reason to believe that you couldn't run the ball on them, uh, you do that successfully, you keep in number 12 off the field. That's right. See, That's number right. 12 can't score if he's not on the field. You know, he That's can't true. score, he can't discount and double check you if he doesn't <laughs> have the ball in his hands. And That's part right. of the way to keep the ball in his hands is you have the ball. That's and so true. if That's you're true. on That's offense, true. 
he can't be on the field. That's true. And so you do what you got to do to stay on offense, to melt the clock, to get a rhythm, and to keep them off rhythm. That's right. That's right. Uh, number two, uh, for defense, I got to just see that. I got to, you know, I haven't seen the promise of this front four that we had in the offense, uh, in the offseason. I haven't seen it fulfilled yet. I haven't seen Payne. I haven't seen Allen. I haven't seen these guys do what it seems like with the eye test. When you look at these dudes, I haven't seen them perform at that level. They gotta do it. The other thing, even if you get pressure on Rodgers, he's he can still eat you up. Right, 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 right. But it's at least you got a shot if you're getting pressure on him than just letting him stand there and do nothing, right? Yeah. And so yeah. you gotta do something to get some pressure on, on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that, that's true, that's true. Uh again I, I go back to the defensive coordinator. You can't listen to what he says do too often he has those three guys, Payne, Allen, Ionitis rushing three against five, mm-hmm. and he's wearing out a uh, own defensive line. I mean, they substitute uh, people here and there, but you're obviously when you substitute people like that, you're substituting for a lesser talent, mm-hmm. right? I right, mean, right, you right. you know, if they were as good as the people you have up there, they'd be starting, right? right. So, well, I'll put them in the game, right? <laughs> so we got we need less of the three-on-five rush, you know, get creative. You got Orchard, the season has a little speed. Ryan Anderson mm-hmm. seems to be coming into his own. Uh uh, Montez Sweat realizes, hey, you know, I can I can only make not only make commercials, but I can play football a little bit, uh-huh. right? You know, and the better he does, the more commercials he's gonna get, right? You know, it's it's, it's you know it's it's a win win situation. It is right. if you win. If you win, <laughs> yeah, it's win win if you win. If you right. lose, right. yeah, right, win lose or something <laughs> like that. Let's take a quick look at the NFC East. Uh, the Giants lo- uh, lost to those same Green Bay Packers, 31-13. Rodney, what's up? What's up, Rodney? What's Haven't up, Haven't heard from Rodney. Not as active on the text machine yeah, as he yeah, was. Yeah, yeah I know. Rodney, you listening. Okay. Rodney, you listening. I know you're listening. So, you know, we're going to have you on uh, pretty soon. Maybe uh, after the Green Bay game to recap it and look ahead, Rodney. Exactly. Right. The Cowboys lose to Buffalo 26-15 to on Thanksgiving Day, making it a happy Thanksgiving for many people in the DMV. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, and in Buffalo. Uh, and the Eagles, in what was baffling to me, lose to the the Dolphins, 37 to 31. I have no clue what's going on with the Eagles right now. Crush me, man. Crush me, man. Fitz Magic came in and destroyed my fantasy team. Oh, right? did he? Yeah. First, I was playing against had a nerd had Ryan Fitzpatrick starting, right? You know, I said, okay, this is a win for me playing mm-hmm. going to the playoffs, right? Destroyed me, man. I didn't understand it, man. What, wow. What is going on with the Eagles, man? Who knows? Uh, is it- Who knows? I don't know. You know what? Um, from, from reports that I've been hearing on NFL Network and other reporters, uh, they've been saying that Carson Wentz is not necessarily liked by his by, – and I'm not going to say he's disliked. He's just kind of off to – from the team, you know, he's not, he doesn't like fit in with the guys. Like there's some chemistry issues there. Um, you know, it's, it's wild because for a guy that seems to have all the talent in the world at quarterback, it's like, he can't win. It's like, he has this talent, but he does not win. You, you know, um, you take that same team, they win the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Yeah. Yeah. And then, was- and they, they make, they, they do what most teams should do, but usually don't have the guts to do, made a definitive decision that, that yes, we won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Yes, Nick Foles got us in the playoffs uh, uh, and, 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 we, and we, you know, advanced one one game. But our future is with Carson Wentz, and so we're severing ties now with Nick Foles. And just a definitive decision, this is what we're doing, and they did it, and it looks like it might be the wrong decision. Although Nick Foles looks like he can't win unless he's in Philadelphia. Yeah, how about that? That's, that's the way it is. It's... it's um. It's a touchy situation. Talent is um, is uh, predicated on the talent and the system around you, right? You know, it, it. You know, how can it go 
any worse for these two individuals, right? You know, maybe Carson Wentz goes to Jacksonville and 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 they win the Super Bowl. Right. But uh, but the good thing is it works out well for us, right? Because <laughs> seven to nine could win the division. Seven to nine could win the division. It's the Federal Football Report. Just looking at the division now: the Cowboys six and six, the Eagles five and seven, Redskins three and nine. And the Giants, and it's funny because as much as we've been talking about how poor of a season the Redskins have been having, the Giants, 2-10. and ten, Yeah, right. Yeah. They are eliminated from the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. that kind of is what it Which is. Which is interesting because um, they had, um, I don't know if, they, if they're rushing Saquon back or or something. Something's yeah. not right Something's there. Something's not just, right there. Yeah, he right. hasn't been Saquon. Because yeah. even right. as they're playing poorly, uh, he's, even when they play, play have played poorly in the past. Saquon has always kind of been a guy that could yeah. rely on him. Yeah, yeah. Thing, it's but, it's yeah. time to shut him down, just like go for next year. Just, you're talking you about know. tanking. Yeah, it's, it's, it's save, save those legs, save the hits. You don't want him getting hit and banged, especially with the weather getting cold. Yeah. These games are meaningless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut him down. Save him for next year. There's no need to put any more miles on that on that car when it's just going around That's the right. block. And Dallas, know. you can shut Dak down, too, you know, for all practical purposes. <laughs> right? Shut him and Zeke, too. Well, no, you know what? No, none of that. We want your best, right? You know, because uh, now we've we got, we got an attitude of winning around here now. RFK, we want Dallas. We want Dallas thing <laughs> going on Dallas. here, right here in the we studio. Want, we want the Giants. <laughs> we want Rodgers. We want Aaron Rodgers. Come on, you know, and, you know, I know personal, you know, uh, fact that Aaron Rodgers like is quite fond of Stanfields, right? Because they're so close, you know, to the north to our brothers mm-hmm. up north, right? You know, Quick so, shout out to Stanfield. That's yes. right, yeah. Shout, you know, always, always. But we're gonna have to knock Rodgers out of his Stanfields during right. this game, right? You know, <laughs> nothing personal, right? You know, no, right? You know, because Stanfields, right? They'll treat you right. They will right? treat they, you they, right. They will, they'll treat you right. Well, I'm telling you this. I mean, you know, if you got Stanfield undergarments on, I mean. Whether you get knocked out of them or not, sometimes it's hard to tell whether you knock out of them because they don't even feel like they're on. <laughs> That's they're right. So That's right. Thin and the material is just so great. The you best don't even, of the world. Best of the world. We like had to give them a shout out, right? Man. We, they, they sent me a shout out for Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, for American Thanksgiving. Yes. And yes, I sent them a shout out for just for being Stanfield. Exactly. Right? Yeah, there you right. go. So listen, the road to the playoffs begins Sunday. Got to beat the Packers. Got to beat the Eagles. Got to beat the uh, Giants. Got to beat the Cowboys. Got to do. Something they can do. Folks, thanks so much for joining us on the Federal Football Report, Federal News Network, 1500 AM Podcast 1, available on all your uh, podcast platform networks. We'll be back with more analysis uh, of the team uh, next week and with fake news or not and just all the fun stuff that we do here. Oh, yeah. You guys take it easy.